Welcome to Your Pathways to Wealth, where Charlie Massimo and Peter Anastasian are on a mission to bring clarity to the world of finances. Together, they bring a wealth of knowledge to help you uncover a way to simplify your financial life. Join Charlie and Peter and their guest experts as they venture to help you preserve what you've built and enjoy what you've earned. Now, let's talk wealth. It can be rather intimidating to sit down for the first time with the person who could very well become a lifelong counselor, a coach, a guide, even a confidant. That person who could become your financial advisor. Charlie Massimo and Peter Anastasian want you to know how they approach this important first meeting. So, Charlie, this is a very deliberate process for you, correct? It is, and it's one we've learned throughout the years, because as you said, it's such an intimidating position for someone new that we've never met them, they've never met us, to come in and talk about their money. And the first thing they think about is we're, they're going to be sold something. And so we created this deliberate process to really try to put people at ease right from the beginning. And with every meeting, we go in really with a clear statement or objective for the appointment. And I think for younger advisors, they always think it's about the money. But what we've learned, it's really very little about the money, but it's really about understanding the individual and what I call you know, finding out their love, what they love most um, about the people around them and what they want to accomplish. So, yeah, it's deliberate. But the first thing is we have a very clear objective of what it is that we want to accomplish going into the meeting. And it has very little to do with numbers. What What does it have to deal with then? Well, again, it has to really deal with with what matters most to them. You know, what what do they believe is going to make them really successful? And it means sometimes that we have to talk or say things that are um, really hard for people to think about. And I always say this, and I don't do this um, deliberately or as a sales gimmick, but uh, it, it, I know if I can see tears in the eyes of our prospects, I know that we've done something really well in in the first meeting and and it also starts to help them relax and really start to feel like we really understand them and care about them so you've got you've got your clear objective for the appointment this this very first appointment and then you say you go in believing that what you do is vital of course it is but do you have to convince yourself of this each time or is it just helping you focus so I think we have to continue to continually remind ourselves that what we do is so vitally important because outside of your health, what's more important to you than your financial well-being, your financial dignity throughout your retirement? I think there's nothing more important than that. So absolutely, we have to remind ourselves every time going in that we're we're so vitally important to our clients' current um, um, financial needs and future financial needs, but the, to their entire family. And Peter, how do you how do you radiate this confidence? Well, again, it's it's really comes down to helping clients understand what does money mean to them ultimately, right? I mean, for some, it could certainly be a status symbol, but for most, and, and the, practically all our clients, it's really a matter of you know having the confidence and knowing that the dollars that they have available will provide not only for themselves, but for their family into perpetuity. Um, so that's a big part. It's, it's believing in what it can do 
and ultimately understand the impact that it has. Now, we've all just talked about how important this is, how stressful it is. How do you deal with the tension and sitting down with people for the first time? Well, again, you know, a big part of our first meeting is really getting to know the client and, and getting not only into their head, right, but also into their heart and having a clear understanding. Uh, again, as mentioned, we all want to make as much as we can. We all want to see a big number in our statements. But but really, what is that doing for them and what is it doing for their family? And when you really drill down um, and get to the point and, and really you know, peel back the layers emotionally, you really get to understand, you know, what that individual or what that family is all about and what they're trying to achieve. And that's what we really want to get to in our conversations. It's not about, can we get a 12% return versus an 8% or 20% or is this the best investment versus that? That's somewhat irrelevant in, in our conversations. Um, and, and clients, as they sit through that process, they, you know, really take a step back and and realize, you know what, this is really starting to make sense. And does that help them relax, do you think? It does because it gives them a much more uh, clearer path, right? Because like as mentioned previously, when you're all you're focusing on is a rate of return, you don't you're not really you don't have a clear path in place. And so by really understanding what they're trying to achieve from an emotional standpoint, now they recognize that if we're the right team for them, then yes, certainly, then it alleviates a lot of their concerns. What we try to do, money can, to many people, money seems very complicated, but there's three rules that we try to follow, getting to your point of how do we make them feel comfortable? You know, we always want to simplify it. We always want to humanize it. And we always want to personalize it. And as I, as I said, financial planning can certainly be and quite often is complex in its execution, but it's almost relatively simple in its conception. You know, financial planning seeks to protect us and our families from the financial consequences of death, disability, or long-term illness, to fund the best education for our children and, and grandchildren, to, to endow us with a comfortable retirement in which we remain financially self-sufficient, to create legacies for our heirs. These are all things that are easy for people to understand. And when you have those com conversations, it really humanizes it. And, and I like to ask this one question because this is really hits home. You know, do you know exactly what would happen to your family financially if you didn't mm. wake up tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. And, but that's so, really a hard-hitting question, Charlie. It it is, but again, you know, this is not a softball relationship. If if you truly want to get to the heart of what's important to clients and if you truly want to add value to their lives, these are the types of questions. To Peter's point, it's not about a 12% return, it's a, not about a 10% return, but if we get a 10% return, what does that mean to your family? So certainly we try to ease into those questions. But at the end of the day, if these are the questions we are not asking our prospective clients, we're not doing them justice. And by the end of the day, they don't really need us. What if they don't answer the questions? Yeah, that that's a really <laughs> good question. And believe that happens, right? So we so then we kind of just need to really break it down even smaller. And then I try to humanize it and personalize it in my own life. And I would put myself 
I would answer the question, say, look, I know what it means to me. If I don't wake up tomorrow, I know my two boys with autism, you know, still need somebody to care for them for the rest of their lives. I know my daughter still needs to get someone to pay for her to get through grad school. And I think when we put ourselves in their shoes, people then start to open up more and more. I like that. I like that thought. Peter, your thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, what you realize is, and and through our conversations and really what the client realizes is that perhaps they may have been managing the finances of the family, whether it's the husband or the wife. Um, there's typically one individual in the family household that tends to do that. And it's great for the time being. It's It's a big sense of responsibility. And if they've done well, certainly it's, it's one to be, you know, uh, happy about certainly. And it's a big achievement, but then when you start to really ask those provoking questions, as Charlie mentioned, you know, what's going to happen if something were to happen to you and you're the one who's making all these decisions, you know, in any business and any successful business, there's always a succession plan, right? So if the business owner um, something happens to that individual, who's going to, you know, take the reins of that? Mm-hmm. And I would tell you that 90 to 95% of those people that we meet, they don't have a succession plan as it relates to their own finances. And that's that's really where we come in because you never want someone to, or their family to ever be put in a position where now they have to search for someone, not only to explain what you know, whoever was managing the family's assets were doing and explain why they were doing it and what they should be doing going forward during a point in time in their lives where they're just not able to deal with it. Right, right. Which brings me to my next question. How do you how do you not overwhelm a new potential client? I mean, you're asking a lot of questions. You're trying to help them relax and understand that this is not, not about numbers. It's, we want to know what you need, what you want. We want to help you, but how do you not overwhelm them? Well, again, when, whenever you have a solution to a problem that you pose, then, then some of that overwhelming feeling goes away, right? Because now there's a solution behind it. And that's what we try to provide all of our clients um, again, we're all faced with these issues. It's whether or not we want to address them, but by us bringing it out to the forefront and having a solution behind it, that overwhelming feeling starts to go away because now there's a process in place. And, and Patrice, let me put it another way. When was the last time you felt overwhelmed talking about yourself or your family? Oh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the point you may feel yeah. you may feel overwhelmed but it, you're never at a loss right you're never at a loss ah, of words true 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 right right to talk about your family so it's he who asks the most questions wins right so as long as we keep asking questions and we keep getting a what we call agreement that the client agrees, yes, this makes sense. Yes, this is what we need. Yes, this is what right. we want. And if we keep them along that path, we know we're going in the right direction. As the soon as they say, no, this doesn't make sense. It just gives us another opportunity to dig deep and understand why 
maybe we said something wrong or maybe we asked the wrong question. But again, as long as we keep asking the questions, we very rarely find someone to be overwhelmed because as Peter said, we're not talking about numbers. We're talking about things in your life that matter so much to you. Nice, nice. Now you're not talking numbers. You've said that many times, but do you make promises? No, no, um, well, I, I certainly think we make promises on what we will do and what we can control versus what we can't. So it's always okay to assume a rate of return for planning purposes. It's just never okay to project rates of return because you know we don't know. We can only say we know what's happened in the past. Um, so again, we 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 use it for the purposes of assumption, not for the purposes of making promises as it relates to returns. And and, and just to add to that, the only promises will will you know, also provide are the ones that a client should hold us accountable to. Meaning if we're promising them a cash flow, um, you know, they should hold us accountable. And that's one that we will provide or analyzing their investments or an estate plan or an asset protection strategy. So those are the promises that we'll make. And again, and making sure that we actually deliver on those promises. All right. You mentioned, Charlie, you keep going until with your questions and your, your probing, as long as you're getting agreement. Talk to me a little bit more about when you don't get that agreement. Yeah, so when we when we don't get the agreement, again, we, we need to first clarify because sometimes people answer the wrong question. So we want to clarify what they mean when they say no. Like if someone says, I don't want to lose I don't want to be in the market because I'm going to lose 30%. Well, let's talk about what does that mean? Have you experienced the loss of 30%? I know we say we don't talk about numbers, but mostly when we get pushback, it's pushback because of the numbers they actually talk about. So again, we want to understand clearly what they mean, because again, it gives us an opportunity to understand their decision-making, to understand the experiences they've had in life, because usually when it's pushback or no, it's because they something they've experienced in their life. And, and the more we can understand their experiences, the more we can help guide them to a better experience. Now, you've also mentioned here that basically you tell the truth. You're in the truth business. You ask the hard questions. Why is it so important to emphasize truth? Well, to us, the entire relationship is based on truth. Uh, if we're not going into this with a trusting relationship, then what are we doing? So, and truth does not, it doesn't have to be sold. You know, the clients we want will turn toward our truth. And if they don't, they're not clients. So truth is so important for us for a number of reasons. One, because it's what the relationship is built on. And if we can't get the truth out of a client, or if they're not willing to go down that road, Honestly, they're just probably not a right fit for us. And we need to be comfortable enough to say so and, and move on. Mm -hmm. And and a big reason why we really hold our meetings in person is, is just to get all of that out. And the only way you're able to get truth out is by seeing someone in person as well as looking into their eyes, right? And it works both ways. It's not only for us to see whether or not a client's telling the truth, but it's also vice versa. And the client should look us in the eyes and really see if we're telling the truth on what we're promising in regards to our deliverables as well. Yeah. And we really believe that the first meeting process, most of our prospects, whether they actually become a client or not, leave there saying, you know, 
that was a really different experience than what I expected. And I think when you go to younger advisors, this is where experience is so underrated in our business. Because when you go to younger advisors, what are they going to try to sell you on? Return, 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 which is so meaningless. We we taught, we flipped that conversation. And again, I think people really respect that. And as I said, even if they don't become a client, they leave there saying, that was a very different experience. I can see the value of working with their team. I love it. You just wrapped everything up in a perfect little <laughs> little bow there. Uh, but I'm still going to ask you, is there something we haven't uh, mentioned here that you really would like to? I, I, again, I think uh, prospects need to understand when you go into a meeting, it's, it's a two-sided process. And what I mean is that then clients shouldn't just be evaluating the advisor. What clients need to understand, a prospective clients need to understand, the advisor is also evaluating the client. Yeah. And they should respect that because, again, it's all about a mutual fit. That's it. If the fit isn't there, it's not going to work. Exactly. All right. Well, gentlemen, how can listeners reach you if they would like to have that conversation with you? I always like leaving that up to Peter. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you could always reach our office at 631-777-1030. And we do hope that this helped answer questions and ease some fears about that first meeting. So call Charlie and Peter and follow or subscribe to this podcast to know when the latest episode is ready for you, and of course, share with others. I'm Patrice Sikora. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to your Pathways to Wealth podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at Wealth Enhancement Group or give us a call at 1-800-492-1222. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the Wealth Enhancement Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.